Welcome Erik Wallin, CMO and co-founder, and Robin Lendahl, CEO at Norfolk. It's nice to have you here at our podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Your technology allows consumers to buy groceries online by recipes and meals, instead of adding single items to their carts. How did this idea come about? Yeah, so it started actually like six years ago. Um, I was a student uh, in the south of Sweden and the meal kit companies was just starting to pop up in Sweden and they were growing quite fast and I was actually a customer uh, of one of those companies. Um, but there were some pitfalls, like I didn't, I didn't really like being uh, stuck in the same, uh, not being able to choose what recipes and not being able to choose delivery dates. Uh, so that was sort of the seed for the vision that we have today is is to make grocery shopping a hands-off experience and being able to um, get recipes that are recommended personalized for me and also have the flexibility of selecting and that became the start of uh, of our company and building on that uh, when robin founded the company you know online grocery shopping had been looking the same for like 20 years, browsing large categories of products, browsing, searching and putting into cart. So a time consuming uh, effort. Then that's why the meal kit companies succeeded so well in the start by adding more flexibility or at least more convenience for grocery shoppers. How does this improve the shopping experience? So when you look at a regular grocery store online, it's sort of a linear flow. They help you with planning and then they, you obviously can do the shopping there and you get delivery home. Um, and they don't help you at all when it comes to actually the cooking of the food, right? Because you haven't bought any recipes, you haven't bought any meals, you bought single products. But when you add recipes to the mix, it becomes, you add another node and it becomes sort of a circular flow. So it starts with the planning, the shopping, and then the cooking. From a consumer point of view, that means that you get guided help in the kitchen after you've actually purchased the products um, and you can give feedback on that recipe and share your thoughts uh, and if you like it or not to you know other shoppers uh, and from a grocery perspective a retailer perspective um, they get more touch points to be able to cons- uh, talk to you as a consumer because you will be on their site you know for five days in a row cooking those recipes and they have a great opportunity to to get to know you better. Uh, what do you like? What don't you like? And with that information uh, and through our technology, uh, improve the recommendations of recipes that, that they can give to you as a consumer. I think a, a great consumer value is also that <clears throat> comparing to cook in or to buy individual products for uh, a meal that you're planning <clears throat> and instead clicking on that recipe that you would like to cook uh, it reduces the amount of clicks with about 80 percent so it's a a lot faster shopping experience as well i think another interesting uh, takeaway when it comes to shopping by recipe is that what we see is consumers when they buy recipes they actually buy the entity a recipe and they don't really care that much about what products uh, are added to the cart uh, in our data, we see that only 1.8% of the products that we recommend and put in cart are changed or modified by, in any way by the consumer. 
So I think they sort of lifting their eyes and saying, yeah, I'm buying this recipe and I'm just expecting the technology to give me the products that are best suited for this recipe and for me. Mm -hmm. um, so it changes the behavior as well. We can build on this forever, yeah. right? <laughs> but <laughs> if we look at Generation Z, uh, they now account for more than 30% of the world population. They spend six to eight hours a day on their mobile devices. It's very natural for them to buy all things uh, on their mobile devices while they're still on them. So why would food be any different? Uh, and as they are seeking for convenience recipes from, you know, on Pinterest or Tesco or wherever, it becomes a very natural part in their daily life and connected to improved uh, delivery, last mile delivery to these individuals as well. You know, you can really shop just after lunch and you have the, the, the products ready to be cooked when you get, get to your door. So that's really, you know, uh, the market is evolving in that way where, you know, just looking at the demographics of the world indicates that online shopping will increase and online grocery shopping as well. How would you compare mm. this to the off offline shopping experience? I would like love to start on that one. As my grandfather ran a store and my father ran a uh, grocery store, I started my career in you know, picking products in the aisles of grocery stores. I could never imagine, you know, the transition of that very, you know, fixed user behavior of, you know, going to the store once or, or uh, multiple times a week to get the groceries that you would like. Uh, so <clears throat> the strength with the physical store is the ability to you know, convey feelings, emotions, smells, tastes in a good way. Uh, that's why a lot of grocery stores have, you know, fruit and veggies when you come in. They love the bake-off sections because it, it creates smells that you associate to like an, uh, a nice food experience. Coming in with, uh, going from, uh, you know, the physical brick and mortar store to an online experience, how can you convey that feeling and, and sense of inspiration? I believe that individual products has a very tough time doing that, but using recipes as the vessel for conveying those feelings of inspiration, of assisting, uh, I think it um, makes that whole journey a whole lot easier and more fun for, for the user. Yeah, inspiration is definitely one of them, uh, but also in, ter in terms of knowing your customer. Like online, uh, you know who is on your site, and uh, you know exactly what they bought, when they bought bought it, if they cook a recipe. Uh, in the offline store, you don't have that amount of data. Uh, so I think the possibilities of doing a more personalized experience online is stronger. There's a ton of data from in-store uh, as well, but it's not used to support and guide the, the shoppers because you, as a grocery store has difficulties combining all those ingredients that you bought, right? Mm. Figuring out what recipe they may or want to cook. Um, I, think, I, I think we're gonna see a few changes in the brick and mortar store based on the um, behavior and the tra trajectory of the market for the online, I think recipes and digital experiences is going to be uh, you know 
take a place in the offline brick and mortar stores as well. You know, everybody's there with their cell phone. Um, if the retailer knows what products you're buying, you know, they could recommend you recipes that you could cook with those products, right? Directly in a, in a digital experience. And so I think we're gonna see those two um, um, user experience sort of interlinked with each other. But can't you just take a brick and mortar store and put it online? Or are there any specific differences or challenges about that? They're too big to fit in a computer. <laughs> so that makes it very complicated. <laughs> uh, I, I think the way of uh, you know, shopping for groceries in a store is very different to online. Uh, it has been tested the last 20 years doing exactly that, you know, trying to mimic the uh, the way you would walk in a physical stores through aisles and uh, that that simply doesn't cut it if you want to have a more inspirational and fast online shopping experience so retailers are looking into other ways of attracting shoppers and making it easier to shop in their stores uh, recipes is one thing I think the closest way of combining the two is pickup. You know, Walmart is is uh, uh, excelling in that, using their distribution network throughout the U.S. in order to be very strong a strong online player because the U.S. consumer has much closer ties to automobile driving than maybe a European uh, uh, consumer would have. It sounds like you are processing quite a lot of data. Tell us about the technology behind the platform, please. So just just to imagine the amount of data that we have. So there are literally thousands and hundreds of thousands of recipes in each, each market, right? And there are thousands and thousands of stores. And within each store, you have a different assortment. And each store also have different prices on the different products. So a recipe, just a single recipe, can have you know many thousand different price points, uh, and you multiply that by the number of recipes that you have. You have you know enormous amounts of data, and the combination of products that you can uh, return you know through our system to the end user is the combination is you know endless. So um, you know of course yeah we're processing a lot of data, and we're using you know many different techniques in order to deliver that in a speedy uh, fashion to the end consumer. But you know, it, it all starts with hiring the right people to figuring, figuring that out and, and adapting along the way to uh, the new techniques, techniques that you can uh, get a hold of that works for, for your domain. So you mentioned hiring the right people. What kind of person would, would be a good fit for Norfolk? Yeah, we spoke about that the other day, you know, uh, doing intermittent fasting, working late hours. Uh, uh. No weekends. <laughs> no, I, I think that it's um, when you are a startup going into growth phase, you know, you are attracting uh, uh, a different type of, of people uh, that love to work, love to uh, work with problem solving with their colleagues across departments. Uh, we would not have come this far if we did not have a very strong understanding of, you know, our, our different 
uh, qualifications, strengths, and and roles. So being not responsible for sales, I always need to you know balance what we have the ability to sell with a very strong link and understanding of the product uh, department and what they are are building next and what they see in the in the future from uh, um, user testing, for instance. I think that we've been uh, successful doing that and building the, the organization not too rapidly, but in a very stable pace in order to to balance both our financials and also the the need of the market. And of course, going into new markets like UK, US, we're uh, looking into, you know, how will we grow as a company in the future? How much can we grow in Sweden, taking care of, of markets abroad? Uh, and that's an exploratory phase that we're in now as we've you know, started our, our US journey and are, are eager to do the same for, for the UK market. You have some of the major e-groceries in the Nordics among your clients, for example Coop and Ica. And now you have added Walmart to your list of customers. Congratulations. Thanks. How will Walmart make use of your platform? Yeah, it's a, it's a very similar way uh, using our core technology under having a high understanding of recipes and connecting that to to the product assortment uh, at Walmart stores all across the US. For that specific customer, they have a very strong bond to BuzzFeed Tasty, which is one of the strongest uh, uh, recipe uh, sites and apps uh, in the world and, and in the US for sure. So what they have done is that uh, Walmart has surfaced their shopping experience in that app experience. So really connecting all those great recipes with a Walmart shopping experience. And we are the connective technological tissue underneath connecting those two two, uh, partners. So a recipe publisher in this uh, case and uh, the world's biggest retailer, Walmart. And how about the UK market? What is the outlook for Norfolk here? Uh, it's a super competitive market uh, with great retailers uh, that have international presence. I think, uh, you know, coming in with an understanding of, of international expansion from the US will uh, be valuable to us here. Still understanding that it's a completely different uh, landscape. Uh, many UK retailers already do have recipes on their domains, which is uh, not the case for the US. So we will have a bit different proposition here. But as we see that online grocery volume is increasing in the UK, but the amount of people online grocery shopping is actually decreasing, it is sort of a nut to crack there for grocery retailers. How can they add value into the market making online grocery shopping more attractive and having more customers coming in, not only building frequency and loyalty uh, on the ones that's already there. And I, and I strongly believe that Northwork can, can be one of those partners adding, adding that value into specific retailers and, and to the market as a whole. What is the vision for Northwork for the future? We're talking about uh, uh autopilot on cars and everybody sort of understands that that's part of the future right uh, we believe in in a hands-off experience when it comes to grocery shopping 
know, gathering your data about you, what you like, what you don't like, what your body needs, and then being able to suggest and even, you know, put on autopilot ordering the food and recipes home to you delivered straight to your to your fridge. That that's the vision that we we're looking to solve. And the path that we're taking towards that is through recipes. We believe that is the connecting tissue. Thank you, Erik and Robin, for taking the time to speak with us. We truly look forward to seeing more from Norfolk, Norfolk in the future. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Pleasure being here.